So I want to talk a little bit about ways to let go of a grudge. This is actually a question that I've gotten multiple times, and I think it's something that we all deal with or have dealt with yeah, to some degree. It's something that's kind of natural, but unfortunately natural for we human beings and out of the ways to sabotage your own mindset and drain your own mental, emotional energy. It's, it's pretty high up there in terms of the stuff that just kind of happens with your hardware that would probably be good if it didn't happen, right? So I know I have dealt with this, and in the thick of it, in, in the midst of all of it, it's really hard to let it go because it feels so right, right? Emotions are built to feel right and to be convincing in your brain, and the same goes for a grudge. I mean, after all, this person or people did damage to you or hurt you or they tried to, right? And so don't they deserve to be thought of poorly and don't they deserve your ire and anger and everything like that? But we all know the cliche, which is that holding on to that negative energy hurts you more than it hurts them. It's all happening inside you, or at least mostly happening inside you. And they might not even know that you're sending them bad vibes, right? They could be blissfully ignorant of your grudge, and meanwhile, you're drowning in these negative feelings, right? So we all know we shouldn't hang on to grudges, but that's, of course, the easy part, because simply knowing that doesn't really do anything for you. The hard part, as in all of this interdiscipline stuff, is knowing how to let them go. And there are multiple ways, but here are a few ways that I came up with for a specific client who was asking this question. Some ways you can start letting go of that grudge, whatever it is, and start liberating yourself and your energies. So the first one is to write a letter to the person expressing yourself as explicitly as possible, but never send it. Right, just really give yourself permission to feel like you're writing the, the letter to them, expressing everything, and then just when you're done, delete it or throw it away or whatever. So you can kind of get past that part of yourself that just feels like it, it is being silenced, that it can't express itself, but without creating more problems for yourself in your actual relationship with this person, right? <laughs> so you don't want to actually send it. Uh, number two, again, uh, kind of a mental exercise, but also I think it's best if you write it and detail for yourself just all of the lessons that you learned from this particular situation, and then just consciously vow to not repeat them. And if you do that, it can be surprisingly powerful because what what your brain is doing with the with the grudge is it's seeing a situation that feels unfinished. And the your brain does not like unfinished situations, right? So it's trying to find ways it's still got that emotional charge, like how do we resolve this? How do we finish this situation? And one way to sort of guide it to that is say, okay, well that's that, that's finished. And it actually is useful. And there's a way forward where whatever happened can be 
valuable or even as a, a seen as a blessing, right? You, you never know what positive can come out of something, even if it's just in terms of a lesson that you learned or something that you just know you're not going to repeat again. And then your, your brain will be able to relax. Number three is forgive, right? Now, I know it's not that simple, right? You can't just tell somebody to forgive. Uh, you can you can sort of decide that you've forgiven someone while still hanging on to the grudge. And then that's sort of like revenge forgiveness where you go, I forgive you, but you're still being kind of nasty about it. You're talking about the forgiveness almost as a way to punish them. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about here. It's got to be actual real forgiveness where your own emotional state goes through an actual transformation and the grudge is not there anymore and you're not actually seeing that person in this negative light. So the the best way I know of to do that is to perform a sort of like self-inquiry exercise on them, so to speak, where you just ask the question, well, why were the, why did they do what they did? And you just trace that back to whatever caused them to do what they did and just asking the question, are they, who really does, who is the doer of the action? Or do things just happen in a long chain of cause and effect throughout the eons that ended up with them inevitably doing what they did, them being essentially powerless to have done anything else? Now, this isn't about deciding that the person is not responsible or shouldn't be held responsible or that what they did is okay. It's more just about your relationship to how you see things privately in your own mind. Number four is pretty simple. Just get busy with positive activity so you just don't have time to dwell on it. You can just simply starve the grudge of attention. That's something you can do with most negative things that come up. I mean, some things really do need you to focus on them and sort of resolve things, but some things are just dwelling. If you find yourself just dwelling on something, just ask yourself, don't I have something better to do? And go do it. And number five is to discharge or continue discharging that emotional energy of the grudge with neuromuscular release work or NRW, and then just allow it time to heal. Now, if you don't know what NRW is, this is sort of the, the keystone of the bionic mind method. And you can learn more about it by checking out the Mental Toughness Manifesto. It's a little more detail than we can get into here. If you're familiar with it, then you know. If not, you can get an overview uh, there. But in my opinion, that last one is the most powerful, which is why I focus so much on it in my teaching. And the reason for that is that it gets underneath the thinking mind, so to speak. It even gets underneath the emotional mind, all the way down deep in the nervous system to the to the sort of primal core of the nervous system where the emotions are anchored. All of the other things I mentioned can be very powerful for sure, but they can also sometimes fail to get super deep. They can they can end up being almost symbolic. You know, if you want to get really deep, you've got to get underneath. So if you want to find out more about that specific technique and the overall approach 
that we take with the Bionic Mind Method. You can get a free PDF and audiobook of that Mental Toughness Manifesto at bionicmindmethod.com.